sold something. And do you ever do you have those friends that this is totally not Disney related, but do you have those friends that know how to fold something perfect every Listen, time? You go to their house and like it's it's perfect. There are two things. Bed sheets. If you if listen, if you're listening right now and you can fold a fitted bed sheet, then you are a witch. <laughs> like you're, there's something magical about people who can who can they use their powers to mold a, a, a fitted. When I do a fitted bed sheet, it just ends up in a ball. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> right, right. You got a burrito and you throw it, you stash it where in between the the regular. And the sheets. other one is towels. Like I'll go to people's houses and their towels <laughs> look like. They came out of a Bed Bath and Beyond. Martha Stewart. Oh, yeah, but the thing is, like, have you ever been to Bed Bath and Beyond? They don't actually fold oh, the yeah. towels. They're like uh, little like um, um, styrofoam inserts that they put the towels over. So they're not even folded up there, like where you can't touch them. Maybe, maybe that could be sold. Just, just take one towel and and throw everything else in a pile and just have one. <laughs> well, if it was, I tell you this, if it was, uh, let's say, a hundred years ago. Our family would just mm-hmm. be nude all the time because there's no way that we're going to keep up with the laundry with a washboard and putting it out to dry. <laughs> and bor- boric there's acid in no the washboard. Yep. It used to take me eight hours to do no, the laundry. It's, my, it's one of my favorite lines from that attraction. You know that? <laughs> it's awesome. I do. I love that attraction. However, we're not going to talk about that tonight, so let's start this all show. Right, let's get it live in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep! Gentlemen, start your engines! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. It's July the 19th, 2018. We're a podcast. It's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. And tonight, we're here to do episode 42, and I am joined by my brother from another mother, Jason. What's up, man? How do you know we don't have the same mother? We might. Might. Maybe we do. I don't know. know. You don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I, I just I, I, you kind of pigeonholed me there. Like, there's no hope that we're actually related. Um, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> it could be the <laughs> fact that you're not... six three and a half, and I'm five eight. And uh, have you ever not I have seen a full twins? Head of hair and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, that makes me the Danny DeVito Wait, character. Yeah, I don't well, listen, I'm that. not judging. I'm not judging. <laughs> listen, um, hey, I'm gonna we're gonna jump right into this tonight, okay? And I want to paint you a picture, and it's a picture that I'm gonna take you down memory lane personally, okay? And I'm gonna take everybody along with us. And uh, and it's going to be this first time where I actually got to give my brother from another mother some love, a hug. I got to hug his wife. And uh, I'm walking down Epcot, and I get the text, hey, we're up here at the Mexican Pavilion up on top there. And I look up there, and I see this beautiful pyramid, and I see Justin waving. And I go up in the pavilion, and that's where I kicked off my first time meeting the the Souter family after uh, talking for Disney for like a year and a half on the side, you know. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today, Justin, is the uh, Mexican Pavilion. And we're not going to get too deep into it, but we are going to have some fun with it because I have very fond memories there, especially with you. And um, uh, do you remember that day at all? 
I do. <laughs> yeah, somewhat. Yeah, I remember earlier in the day, uh, it could have been some adult activities that uh, that went on throughout the day that maybe in, impaired my uh, my memory. But it, I tell you what, man, what a great day that was. And yeah, we started right there. And when you're talking about that Mexican pavilion, you know, most people when they come into World Showcase, they make that left. And it's the first pavilion you come to. It's right there. And you just can't miss it. And I tell you, I think it's one of the best theme pavilions out of all of them. I mean, it just it hits you right whenever you get in there that you are in Mexico. I mean, from from the smells to the sights to the sounds, uh, everything that you are seeing around you is completely Mexican. And that beautiful pyramid that sits right there is just unbelievable. And for those people who have never been to Disney or, or maybe have never gone into that pyramid, man... All the fun things that await you once you walk through those doors is just... I, I really do think it's top-notch, and they uh, they made excellent use out of the space they had there. I, I, I like Look, I'm real big on transporting me to different places. This is one of those places where, you know, once you walk through the, the little museum area there, it's, it's as if you're going into a small market on the border. You know, or or in mm-hmm. Mexico City, and you and you have the the background is just surreal. They've done such an amazing job with this, and anybody who has been to Epcot and you miss this, you did miss something worth seeing. I mean, this is one of those things that actually brought me back, Justin. This is one of those things where I thought about after my first trip, going, "Wow, this was so neat. I I loved how they did that." Before you even get down into the market, I mean, Jason, you and I have been there recently, and uh, you know, if we're talking about walking through those doors, the, man, how much did you love seeing Coco? They and and now I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention that, and I definitely got to throw some love towards the, the Mexican Pavilion and, and the people that that organized this. They capitalized on something that deserved to be capitalized on. They created and they did a great job creating this space in there to reflect Coco. And, um, man, I was really uh, blown away by how good of a job they did with it. Well, that's so cool whenever you walk up to the to the pictures and to the, you know, uh, they're against the wall, and they change, you know. You'll see the all the, his, his past family that, mm-hmm. you know, he, of course, spends time with in the movie come to life there in the cemetery. And it's just, that is so cool, man. And what a great... Uh, overlay that cocoa overlay right when you walk in it just instantly gets you right in the mood whenever you are, are heading into the period there because I love that did you see the movie I love I, I love that it was definitely one of my favorite movies I did I thought they did an incredible job with it it was so good we I mean we of course we own it and we've seen it lots of times Riley's always singing the songs at the top of her lungs uh, so that was a big go for the kids and when I think whenever you're talking world showcase too is uh, you know, you have to think if you have kids, what are they going to do? I remember as a child hating World Showcase. I remember sitting there and going, oh my gosh, this is awful. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Uh, now it's my favorite part of Walt Disney World. I love it. I, I could walk World Showcase all day and just take in all the different cultures and food and drinks and just everything you get from there. I think it's, I think it's amazing, but as a kid, I didn't like it. But the thing is Disney recognized that. And over the years they've changed that. And that's one thing they've done is bring things like Coco and bring things like Kidcot. And that's where you'll find the Kidcot stop as well. There in Mexico is right there in that first uh, part of whenever you enter the, uh, the pyramid. Yeah. You also have some Phineas and Ferb action going on in there. That's been there a couple of years that a lot of people really don't know about, you know, so you know what? Touch base on that, Jason, because that is a great thing for kids to mm-hmm. do, and it starts right there in Mexico if you're heading that way. 
Yeah, and it's uh, you see people that are sitting around having a drink, they're talking, all of a sudden you get that action scene where you controlled it and you made everything just happen and uh, people are like, what, what is this and what is that? And, and you kind of get that, that you know, my son kind of got that look like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I did that. Uh, a lot of fun. So definitely, definitely take, take advantage of that too. Yeah, and you can sign up for the Agent P World Showcase right there as you're coming into uh, World Showcase. There's a uh, there's a cart right there on the left, and you can go and sign up. And luckily now, it's not like it used to be to where you had to have their, uh, you know, whatever they were, like iPads or what, you know, kind of like little iPads. Yeah. Now you can do it on your own mobile device, which makes it makes it a lot nicer. I remember trying to rush to turn those in by the end of the mm-hmm. night, and uh, now that you can do that, man, it's, just, it's a no-brainer for kids. Have a great time. Enjoy that. Uh, but here's the thing that gets me, and I don't know about you, is whenever we're walking into the pyramid, mm-hmm. if you're coming in from a 100-degree July, hot, sunny Florida day, and you walk in there, yeah. and you're walking mm-hmm. into the twilight of a Mexican evening mm-hmm. uh, during a fiesta, during a festival that is happening in this local market, I mean, from all the colors and the sounds and the carts that are, that are there, I mean, it's just beautiful. And how about the merchandise? Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Have you ever purchased anything from these guys? I have not, but I I want every time I go in there I say I'm going to. I I never say that I'm going to I'm going to and because I, I I appreciate it. To me it's almost like a museum. <laughs> you know what I mean? I go in there and and um it's definitely not a place you're going to bring your your kids around to start dancing cuz some of that that little that little <laughs> yeah, glasses no um yeah, it's kind of kind of low. Uh but you know I I loved um like I'll sit right there and paint to do the paintings right there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's it's really neat just to go and observe that and and look at it, and I love that. I love the artwork. I've always wanted to buy one of the skulls, the yeah. painted skulls, mm-hmm. ceramic skulls. Yep. I think they're so cool, and I just I don't know, man. It's just that pyramid and the way they set up that market when you first walk in is uh, it's beautiful. I mean, it just it puts you in. You have, of course you have the music playing. And uh, it puts you in the mood like you were walking into an authentic Mexican town at uh, at, at nine o'clock, at eight o'clock at night in September because it's dark, yeah. you know, or yeah. it's uh, got that dusky, you know, feel to it. Um, yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a man. It's a, such a, a fun adult stop. Oh, it certainly is. And you're talking about adult stop. I mean, one of our places, favorite places to go. Mm-hmm. And it's, it can be expensive too. <laughs> La Cava del Tequila. And of course, my, look, we, between you and I, I took I took five years of Spanish, and I'm still going to butcher a lot of this. Oh, sure, uh, sure. But La Cava, and if, look, if you're a Disney fan, you know about La Cava, and that's where Jason and I spent a good quality of our time was there at La Cava. Uh, there were some man great, <laughs> great, great margaritas that we had there. All kinds of beautiful flavors. Highly recommend some of those. I I still to this day try to recreate the jalapeno margarita, which is one of my favorites uh, from there. Um, but yeah, you can get a couple a couple little appetizers, but overall, an authentic tequila bar that you would find there in Mexico, authentic handmade margaritas. Uh, the thing about this is, it's small. People don't realize. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a small place, and it's super popular. So uh, if you go, I mean, sometimes you can get lucky, and you can get uh, a table, which we were fortunate to do. We had a massive group of people with us that day. Uh, but otherwise, you can get on a separate line. You can head right to the bar. And you can get a drink to go. And I, I always do that. I always go get the jalapeno margarita or the avocado margarita and uh, and head out. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, in fact, last time I was there, 
I met uh, Benjamin and uh, Lindsay and Benjamin's dad down there. And uh, he was nice enough to go ahead and, and buy a round. And uh, I tried that jalapeno one. And it was really good. It was really, oh, really good. Oh, so good. Yep. It's got that little bit of like bite at the end, you know, yep. to where you just, it's not spicy, but you get that little bit of jalapeno taste at the end. So, you know what I, you know what I liked about, what I liked about his dad is, um, I was like, oh, look, I owe you, I owe you one. And, um, he's like, and now, now we have to, uh, now we have to get together again so you can pay me back. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like I like that. I like that. So he's yeah, like, yeah. he buy. I'm like, you don't got to buy it. He's like, no, because next time I see you, you'll buy me one. So that means, you know, we got to get together again sometime. So I thought that was that was classy. I, I really, really liked that. His dad was a super nice guy. Just one of the many, the millions that you meet down there, I guess. But I really liked him. Um, I want to go to the restaurant real quick, all right? Now yeah, they definitely. Have, have, when's the last time you ate there? Uh, probably last year. Last okay. year. Right. Year and a half. Something like that. It hadn't been that long. Uh, we ate at, uh, at the restaurant and I tell you, we're a massive, massive fan of, uh, like, um, of San Angel Inn, uh, restaurant. I, would you say this, would you say that this restaurant has the best ambiance of any restaurant on property? Ambiance? Yes. It's loud. It's a loud restaurant. But the, so, but the, the view is <laughs> breathtaking. Oh, it's breathtaking. I love it's amazing. It. I love it. And if you were lucky it's enough a- to sit on, did you get a chance to sit right right on the gates where you could see the people from the boat going through? We have before. We've eaten there a lot of times actually. Okay. We've probably eaten there six, seven, eight times. And um because I tell you, like we're big we're big Mexican fans. Mm-hmm. As far as Mexican food, we eat Mexican food here a lot. And uh it's just one of those places I love the fact that you can see the Mayan temple in the in the background. And of course, the river going through, which houses something you know we're going to talk about here real shortly. But uh, the Mayan temple there, and you can see the volcano in the distance, you know, erupting, and uh, just how cool is that, man? I mean, it's, you literally feel like you're sitting directly on the uh, on the river, and you're you know you're right in the middle of of this history of culture of like the Aztec culture, and so good. And then the food. Oh, have you eaten there? I have, and this is where you and I are going to disagree. I, I have an incredible Mexican restaurant here that's local, all right? All uh-huh. Mexican that work there, their house also is amazing. Now, I ate there about four years ago, I think. I was not impressed. Now, I've heard I've heard things have changed since since I've eaten there, okay? And I'm willing to give it another shot because I do love Mexican food. Um, but when I ate there, I thought the salsa was, um, and I'm real big on the house salsa, it was not up to the par that I thought right. authentic Mexican restaurant uh, uh, salsa should be. So, no, I'm going to disagree with you. My experience with the food was subpar at best. Well, let me say this, because if someone who's, I've been all over Mexico, literally all over Mexico, mm-hmm. from like northern to southern Mexico, all different towns, all different, you know, different ports, different all that. Um the Mexican that we get here in the States mm-hmm. is not the same as the Mexican food you get in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And this restaurant tries to emulate what you get in Mexico. Like whenever we try a mole sauce actually in Mexico, yep. ooh, not for me, dude. No, I, I don't like it. I love a mole sauce here. They've kind of sweetened it up a little bit. They've mm-hmm. added some sugar, added things. They added, they, they changed it to make it to where the American palate is more you know adaptive to it. Um, so some things you order might not be... Uh, exactly what people are used to like if they're like whenever I get like um, burritos here they taste different than the burritos I get at my Mexican place he, you know he, here in town okay all right yeah like like when we we got the we were, we were on Disney Cruise and we got the mole sauce we went on a, a tour mm-hmm. and uh, um, one of the things we toured was like uh, it was a food tour pretty much like we went around and tried different things 
Yeah, they gave us authentic mole sauce. I couldn't eat it. I couldn't eat it. Okay, was it? It's just, just not. Just too. It just taste. It just tastes different. It, it does. It's not as sweet. It's not as like. It doesn't have the additives. It doesn't have all that. It's just literally like two or three ingredients, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, it just wasn't for me. Okay. You know. And so that's one of the things that I always say. Like whenever you go to these, certain these places, some of these places, they try to keep it as authentic as possible. Sure. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, there's sometimes I'll eat things and I'm like, it's not for me, but yep. you know, I'll eat it here and I'm like, oh yeah, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was definitely not for me. I do need to try it again. Uh, cause I don't like, I don't like passing judgment on a restaurant without trying it twice. Cause maybe it was an off day. Maybe it was uh, a new cook. I, you know, there could be so many reasons. And especially when we're talking about Disney, I got to give them a fair shake because it's not fair for me to talk bad about it. Uh, like, like our Tony's over in magic kingdom. <laughs> Yeah. So right. So, but however, but you know, that was supposed to have a new chef, and and things change. So I'm willing to try them new, again too. You know, I'll give them a fair shake. Well, let's talk about this restaurant too for people who have never been there. Um, it's a low lit restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a louder restaurant. So when you're looking at a great restaurant for to take kids to, I think this is a great restaurant. I think you could go and you don't have to worry about your two or three year old. It's not like going to let's say um, Citricos. And sitting down and being like, oh, no, i got to keep my kid quiet for two right, hours. Right. They can go here. They can have the iPad out. They can be talking mm-hmm. loud. They can do it because it is a loud restaurant. Because you don't only have the sounds from the restaurant. You have the sounds from the entire, uh, you know, the, the marketplace, the attraction. You have everything coming in, uh, just that one space. Yeah, and it's almost like it's um, almost kind of got a, parabol- a parabolical you know, auditory mm-hmm. refraction from yeah, the top, I agree. you know, so it's kind of, um, but it adds to that when you have kids, <laughs> to me, I relax more the louder the restaurant is. <laughs> I do too, 100%. You know, and when, like, if I'm in the store, if you're in a restaurant and your kid is screaming, like, listen, if you're that mom and dad and your kid is screaming, I'm very giddy inside and I'm never going to look at you and give you that look. I'm going to be like, I'm glad it's not my kid. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for allowing me to have a break. Complete sidebar, and of course, this is what we do on the show. We run off track, and right. we get back eventually. Uh, we took Riley to STK at Disney Springs. They have a live DJ in the restaurant. Okay, it is loud. It's the loudest restaurant I've ever been in my life. I mean, it is over the top loud. And uh, but the thing is, like, even though you're screaming across the table at each other, I don't have to worry about her at all. Right. Like, she could just do her thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, it's a huge difference, you know, and then I got to stay grounded and and remind people that you're at Disney. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you think you you deserve a super quiet restaurant, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I I disagree with you on that one. Unless you're paying for a a signature restaurant that is like specific, like, okay, this is this is adult orientated. This is a dress code. This is a you know what I mean? Well, I think I, I think the only place really you can go at Disney and not. Uh, and have a total expectation of quiet mm-hmm. is uh, Victorian Alberts. Yeah. Because it's, it's 18 and up. So uh, other than that, I think you have to have an expectation there are going to be children around sure. you. Um, but before before we dive too, too much into that, man, right off of this restaurant, you have something you don't get pretty much anywhere else in Walt Disney World, and that's a restaurant and an attraction right there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And... Um what what a hidden gem. How's that? How's that for a term? That is a hidden gem of Disney. Because how many people have you run into that either A, have never done the attraction, B, didn't know it even existed, or mm-hmm. C, thought it was just going to be some silly little thing and not even do it? You know? Um, it's a must-do if we're going to be there. 
It's 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 entertaining. It's fun, man. People run past this pavilion to get to Norway. Yeah. To head to a boat ride. There's a boat ride right here, and it's amazing, and it has some of the best uh, uh, characters that you can know. I mean, you have, of course, when we're talking about the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros, and uh, it has all three, Donald Duck, Jose, Carioca, and Panchito from the 1944 classic, The Three Caballeros, and uh, I love this attraction, man. I'm a big Donald fan anyways, because how can you not be? The dude is always, you know, getting the world shoved in his face. But yeah, he's always coming out of it, you know, on the other side. And uh, the whole, I love whenever you get on and Donald disappears as they're heading to a, to a, uh, uh, Donald disappears as they're heading to a gig and the other two are trying to find him. It's just, it's an amazing attraction. Have you, you've ridden this, of course. I you have. Know it's saying. fun. And how about the uh, updated animatronics of the three? How great is that? That's and perfect. And tell you what, it's, we were there the weekend after they put it in. Uh-huh. And it surprised us. We didn't even know they had done it. Okay. So all of a sudden you came around the corner and it's like, oh, whoa, right. you know, that's crazy. Yeah. And here's a little fun fact for people. The figures that they put into the uh, to the attraction, and this the, this was in 2000, December 2015, they redid the attraction. Uh, the figures that they put in, they were part of the Mickey Mouse Review at the Magic Kingdom from 71 to 80. And then they moved from Tokyo Disneyland. They were there for 26 years before they came back and uh, were there for D23's Destination D event in 2011, and then they made their way over to Epcot. So you talk about, when you're looking at these three, they have traveled the world Disney style. Yeah, and uh, the millions of people that have put their eyes on them from around the world. How cool is that? I mean, that, that is it's almost awesome. a piece of history. Right? That, that is artwork that deserves to be in a museum after they shut, after they would ever get rid of that. Um, oh, I mean, you're talking about they were an opening day attraction mm-hmm. at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. How about that? That's something very cool. else, man. That is very cool. Now, we've talked about inside the Mesoamerican pyramid uh, for the last you know, 15 or 20 minutes. And I want to pull us out because that's not all there is to the Mexican pavilion. Um, before I pull us out here, um, I do want to mention that uh, there's that building. Uh, there's that small room on top of the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's just a flat space on top of the pyramid, and they use that for um, controlling the illuminations. That's correct. Yeah, you're exactly right. So if you look over, yeah, you look over there. That's where they're controlling all of illuminations from. Is right there on top of the pyramid. Yep. So let's go ahead and take a break, and when we get back from the break, we're going to go across the road, and we're going to finish up the Mexican Pavilion at Epcot. Are you ready to experience the magic? There is no better time than right now. Here at Away With Me Travel, all of our agents are Disney College of Knowledge graduates. We have dined at all of the Disney restaurants, and we have stayed at all of the Disney resorts. So definitely come and make sure to contact us. You can find Jamie and I both at Disney Dads at Away With Me Travel. Send us an email. We'd love to help you make your dreams come true. You can also find all of our services at www.awaywithmetravel.com. And remember, we're here to help you make your travel dreams come true, and your journey begins with us here at Away With Me Travel. All right, so I know we've got a quick service, and we have a sit-down across the street, both equally worth eating at. What, what, what say you before I give my opinion? What say I, you? I, I love, and I can't say it enough, love, 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 love the quick service there. I think it's one of the best quick service on property. Um, I, and not just that, listen, here's a, here's a little tip for everyone. Okay. You get in about seven thirty. if you've never been to, you know, never been to Epcot and you really want to see illuminations, go and get you some food and sit down here. It's outdoor seating. Uh, and you can go 
to La Cantina de San Hel. It's right there across from the pyramid. And uh, grab you a Mexican beer, a margarita, grab you a churros, grab you some nachos, a taco, and go sit down, get your spot, because that is prime viewing area for illuminations. Uh, I remember, I'll never forget, I was on a trip when I was 16 with my mom, and we sat there and watched illuminations. Something I'll always remember. Great spot right there to go and try to get a spot at. Um, but yeah, the food there is really, really good. I've always really enjoyed it. Here's, here's going to be my tip for the during the day. If you want to stop and grab something for lunch from the quick service, go inside and eat. Because you can go inside and eat because the, the sit-down restaurant's not open yet. And it's still open for um, the bathrooms are in there and it's air conditioned. And you can still get a great view of Epcot look, you know, around the world. You can sit down with the family and eat. They got a condiment bar inside there. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's rocking, man. Take advantage of that. That's a great tip. Great tip. Have you eaten at the sit-down restaurant? I have not done the sit-down restaurant there. So that's why I was kind of curious on, you know, look, you know, my memory's terrible. <laughs> Maybe I have. I just don't remember. But I'm going to say I have not, and but I have eaten at the quick service. La Hacienda de San Angel. Uh, I've never eaten there either, actually. It's weird. I thought I had eaten just about everywhere, but somehow we've skipped this. We're going to have to make sure we do this. Yep, but, uh, I mean, their menu looks amazing. I mean, everything from New York steak to Panzer Snapper, um, tacos, taquiza, uh, carn- uh, carnejitas. Uh, I mean, you name it, man. Pork empanadas, queso, fundido, gorditas. I'm just going to keep going, Jason. Crema de elote. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready to eat now. I'm ready. Yep. I'm gonna this we're I'm gonna put this on a must do for one of our two upcoming trips we have in the next couple of months. You know, we have we have plans at the end of next month and you know it's only seven hours away, dude. Five hours. <laughs> five hours away. We could be yeah. we could leave at five in the morning, eat lunch there, cut out by, by noon and be home. Hey, you're talking. You're, look who you're talking to. All right, you don't have to twist <laughs> my arm. That's crazy. You just put, We could do you that. Just did, like, you just did some of my favorite things: food, and Disney, man. Disney, and margaritas. <laughs> I mean, let's. All right, let's roll. That's, you know. Let's oh do it. man, five hours away. That's and that. That's a great. And it's almost like we we owe it to people to eat there. Like you said, it's only open from four to nine p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is a one table service credit if you're using the dining plan. Uh, but yeah, man, looks looks great. It's right there, right there on the lagoon. Uh, yeah, this is a must-do for me. I'm, I'm surprised we haven't before. And you know why we haven't? It's because we always end up inside uh, eating at the other restaurant. Right. That's why. Right, exactly. Let's, let's, let's stop food for a second, and let's talk characters, all right? Ooh. And, yeah. um, and I, I – look – I love character interaction for the most part. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, it's fun. I love to get my pictures. Um, I think you're a little bit more excited about character uh, pictures than I am. You know, so um, is there a character meet and greet that I can I can do there? Of course, it's rhetorical. I know the answer for, it, but I want you to go ahead and tell <laughs> me all about the character meet and greet there because it's impressive. It has. This may have one of the best character meet and greets in Epcot because you get the character in authentic Mexican. Wardrobe. You get Donald Duck, and he's got his Mexican sombrero and sarape, and uh, he's there. He's signing autographs and, and doing all that, and he's right next. He's typically, let me say typically, of course, it depends on the weather. Uh, he's typically right next to the uh, the entrance to the pyramid, and man, he's just it's an amazing photo op when you go. He's right there. You got to do it, people. And usually the line is not long. Uh, usually if you go, you can get it in and out five, 10 minutes. So that's a must do meet and greet for us. We love that picture. That's a great picture. Uh, always make sure to go and see the main man, Donald Duck there in the Mexican pavilion. 
Yeah, and I don't know why that's so short. I think it's uh, if you're walking that way, that's kind of blocked by the crowds. It is. Yeah. And then by the time you notice it, you're already past it. So someone would well, have to actually turn around and go back to it. Have you ever noticed that walking through Mexico is like if you're gonna if you you have to follow the stream and then if you miss something you try to turn around you're like a salmon yeah. trying to swim back upstream <laughs> right right you know you're like constantly like trying to get through the yeah, crowd yeah, so throw, I think people too I think people too man are just trying to get to Norway I think people are trying to get to that frozen attraction okay. and uh, they man they skip over this amazing amazing pavilion and I can't tell people enough if you've never been if you've never taken the time to do world showcase go do the Mexican pavilion it's so much fun it's so authentic it's beautiful it's delicious it's it's everything you want with a pavilion yeah and I'm not even going to touch on the food and wine or the uh, flower and garden uh, food, Definitely. food that they offer on the outside because that will be here for another 20 minutes uh, the menu they got there is incredible um, but what I'm going to do now is do you have anything you want to add to Mexico and the Mexico Pavilion? I mean, I know it was yeah, a very the, short overview, but go ahead and, and what else What else am I missing here? Here's the one thing you're missing, and this is one of the things that I love, and I think it gives that authentic touch, even if you're just passing through, mm-hmm. is the mariachi band. The oh, fact that you can, go, you can go over and they have the mariachi bands playing right there in the pavilion. Uh, mariachi Colbre, uh, they perform typically about 20, 25 minute sets, you know, and you can go and you can listen. It, there's nothing more authentic than having a margarita in one hand, a churro in another hand, and listening to a mariachi band while you're taking a picture with Donald Duck. I mean, you're you're there. You're right in the middle of the Mexican pavilion. So go enjoy that mariachi band. You know, clap for them. They they love you know love doing what they do and spreading their culture. You know, the Mexican culture is a happy culture, and they just you know you see lots of colors. You you have all those great smells from all the food. And, of course, you have all those great interactions, not only with characters, but with people like the mariachi bands that are there, too. You know, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember ever seeing the mariachi cabaret. Oh, really? They're the, yeah, they're there I a lot, man. I don't remember as many times I've been to Epcot. I, it's not ringing a bell. Yeah, they're there. They're there all the time. Uh, they, they go in and out. Of course, it depends on the weather, too, you know, as, as to whether they're going to be out or not. But uh, they move around. Sometimes they're over close to the pyramid. Sometimes they're over closer to the shop that's right next door to the uh, La Hacienda de San Juan, okay. yep. uh, the sit-down restaurant there. You know, there's a little shop that you can go, and you can have, like, rings made with engraved mm. with your name. Oh, you yes. can have yep. a few, few other yeah. odds and ends made there, mm-hmm. uh, kind of cool little souvenirs to take home. Uh, they're typically right there. Um, there's typically also, here's a good little tip for everyone, looking for a great photo. Typically, there is a photo pass photographer directly in between Mexico and Norway right over uh, by the bridge that, that you know takes it over, or, or by the walkway, and they're typically just standing there. And you can go, and they'll do multiple magic shots, do all those great. And of course, you've got the the whole lagoon and all of World Showcase right there as your backdrop. So go check that out too. Man, I love my photo pass photographers. They are a lifesaver. The they are the best, man. They are, and they always go above and beyond. And you get some of those that are just, man. I I don't know. I I could go on and on about how awesome they are. Um, oh. And that is a beautiful segue to Picks of the Week. Hey, Picks of the Week! Picks of the Week! Picks of the Week! It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week! Uh, before we get into our Picks of the Week, Justin, i got to give a shout-out to our comrade-in-arms, our third musketeer, our third compadre, our third uh, caballero, amigo, <laughs> third, our, me, third our three, amigo. Ca- yeah, third caballero, third caballero. Um, Mike, he is uh, down in Disney World. 
and man, he's having a great time. He has been giving us some feedback. I'm lying. He ignores us when he goes down. To he Disney. really does. does he? You know, my, my one of my favorite things is just pestering him while we're down. <laughs> while he's down there, you know, just pestering him as much as we can, just to get a response from him. And you, and you're like, hey, I've sent him like three snap or not Snapchat, but uh, messenger uh, filters in, in a row. You should too. And I'm like, I don't got time for that nonsense. And I'm like, two minutes later, I'm like, Mike, how was your trip going? And just in that video of the alien looking thing. And I'm like, I can't believe Justin talked me into pestering you. At least it's not, at least it's not you dressed like I was uh, with my filter as a dog going, I hope the weather is not too rough on you. (laughs) That's like, he's just, he's just miserable. He's just thinking, what did I do to deserve this? And he doesn't even respond. You notice he just kind of peep, nothing, not a peep. But Mike had a great time. He's having a great time. Um, I guess Laura got to do spa- uh, um, uh, Splash Mountain for the first time. So yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to see how that went. And um, they were going to do Slinky Dogs. So, yeah, it's uh, good for him. He's, you know, he's got a good-looking family. They always have a great time. Uh, awesome giveaway, right? Yeah, Tell me very, Sammy very cool. doesn't take the spotlight from him when they go live. Look, I'm telling you right <laughs> now, it's the same with me. So with Sammy and with Riley and with your boys, they just, you know. They yeah. shine under the light. Yeah, so. so good for them. Glad they're having a great trip. And I look forward to uh, hearing all about it when he gets back. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait to have him back. So, uh, yeah, we miss you, Mike. We do. We've uh, <laughs> I'm stuck with nonsense over here. <laughs> so let's go pick of the week. All right, Justin, why don't you go first, pal? Yeah, man. Uh, my pick of the week this week is Sean McClure and Amanda McClure. Yeah. And uh, they put a throwback picture, which is always we love seeing those throwback pictures, um, from 2017 from Quinn's birthday. And uh, she said her older sister broke, her older sister Piper broke the bank at uh, the uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique with the Bell's dress. Dude, Sean, I mean, let me talk to you. I know your pain, okay? I know your pain. Riley has done the Bibbidi Bobbidi multiple times on the cruise, and I know the pain of, of seeing that bill come across. But man, seeing the smile on their faces whenever they get to do it. And uh, the way they interact with those fairy godmothers of Bippity Boppity. How cool is that? Love the pictures. I'm so glad you guys had it. It looks like you had a great trip there uh, in 2017. Looking forward to seeing many, many, many more pictures in the future. I um, I can honestly say if I would have had girls <laughs> with Rachel, I would be bankrupt. So, <laughs> so I am glad I have little princes. And um, <laughs> so anyways, but yeah, those are great pictures. And uh, what a great post. What a great personal post. I love that he did that. Yeah, so love I'm going to pull mine back to the three amigos, the three musketeers, the three buddies for life. And uh, I got Christy Rooney's picture. She um, she was over where you were just at, pal. She's over yeah. so Ronnie, and, and she's got the old Mickey ice. Is it really that good, that Mickey or mice? Ice. The, the Mickey, the Mickey shaved ice. Yeah, Mickey. yeah, it's it's pretty good. I I only had it a few times. Uh, Katie and Riley had it every day, so it is. Uh, it's a, it's a hot commodity whenever they start start putting that out over and, there. But it's really it's really a, a cheap snack too, though. It's like five fifty. Right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. For over there, that's unbelievably cheap. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's kind of a no brainer if you had no Alani. Yeah. That's for sure. It's a, I mean, <laughs> five bucks for some ice and some Kool Aid, but um, but it, it looks great. It really does. And uh, I'll take it for five bucks. I'll eat it all day long. But yeah, she she um she posted her picture over on Alani, and she made the comment. Uh, the three were so excited to try the Mickey ear shaved ice. And I promise the little one is much more excited than he looks. 
Look, he doesn't look unexcited. He looks like, how am I going to eat this and keep these two guys away from it while I'm chowing it down? So he's, he's already planning. He's planning. He is calculating. He is a he is a leader in the making. So, Christy, thank you so much for posting those. Yeah, and I've got to live vicariously through all these people at Alani over the last couple of weeks. I feel like I'm still back there. I love it. Keep posting those pictures. Yeah, it's great. Um, and we listen, we, we got, I know we give, give her some love once in a while. I got to give Rachel Spears some love of just throwing in the coffee talk. And it's kind of like it opened up where <laughs> there is so much coffee talk recently because of that. But I got to give her some kudos. I'm going to agree with her 100%. Those Disney mugs keep your coffee hot. Aren't those the best, those resort mugs? Yeah. Oh, they're great. They're I mean, they are great. I We have a whole cabinet full. <laughs> I'm going to eventually insulate my whole house with them. <laughs> it's going to just be perfect. <laughs> just cut them up just, and put them yeah, in your house. Yeah, it's going to be perfect because they do. They work so nice. So, Rachel, thanks for posting your Monday morning blues. And um, uh, as always, you were a great friend of the show. Let me go ahead and knock out trivia real quick, okay, since I got your undivided attention. All right, last week's question was, at the beginning of the animated feature Peter Pan, what do the darling children use as their pirate treasure? Justin, do you know the answer to this? The Father's gold cufflinks, wasn't it? It was Father's gold cufflinks, yes. And all you people that text in, you didn't leave me your names. So here's Except what's... Delinda. Delinda oh, Borth. She... i got to give Delinda okay. some love. She, she left her name, but everyone else forgot to put their name on it. All right, so let me give you your next your, uh, new, new uh, trivia question, all right? The Disney film Treasure Island is based on the book by what famous author? And, and you can text your answers to 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. And while you're doing that, make sure to come over and visit us at www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Of course, we're the most active on our Facebook. But I want to give some love this week to our Instagram because we've really been putting up some great pictures from down there in the parks. Have some great people working on that Instagram account. And uh, so I want to give some love to the Instagram. Make sure to come follow us on Instagram as well. And uh, make sure to give us an email. Shoot us an email with uh, maybe some thoughts on the shows, something you'd like to hear in a future show. Or, of course, give us a call, 317-WDW-DADS, 317-939-3237. And, and, and tell them how they can go on a cruise with us. Because the more I look at this cruise, the more excited I get. And the more people that are, oh, my God. You keep, you're like, you'll send me a message. You go, hey, so-and-so's uh, in, on board with the cruise and so-and-so's on board. I'm like, how is this cruise ship going to hold all these people, man? It's amazing, man. It's, it's such an amazing turnout. Uh, I think we're up to 18 staterooms have been booked. It's, it's, it's 18 or 19. <laughs> And uh, how awesome is that? Dude, we're still a year away. We're going to have an amazing group of people on board for the inaugural Disney Dads Podcast Cruise. That's July 17th, 2019 on the beautiful Disney Dream with a double dip at Castaway Key. And uh, I tell you, I'm so excited to be spending time on board with not only my two brothers and their family, but all of our other Disney Dads family. And it's so easy. If you're looking to book this cruise, if you're interested at all, even if you just maybe want a little more information on it, send us an email. Disney Dads at awaywithmetravel.com. Jamie and I will send you a complimentary quote and we will answer all of your questions about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise. Want your final thoughts? I want your final words because I want to wrap this show up and get these people on the way so they can enjoy the rest of their weekend. Justin, what do you got for me? Uh, yeah, brother. I'll tell you what, man. Fun episode. I love the Mexican Pavilion. I think that uh, it's a must hit if you're heading to World Showcase, heading to Epcot. 
And uh, another thing is, uh, man, I'm ready for Mike to be back. I'm ready to hear what he thinks about California Grill. I'm ready to hear about how the trip was. And I'm ready just to hear that uh, New York, uh, hey, you, you know, <laughs> accent uh, on the show, missing him. And, but yeah, man, it looks like he's had a great time. And other than that, dude, another fantastic week looking at your, your beautiful face across the screen for me. And uh, until next time, buddy. Hey, listen, I, I do want to share this one with you, though, because I can't, I can't add on to what you said about the Mexican Pavilion because you just you nailed it right there. So let me go ahead and end on a personal note, okay? Let me tell you what I got. I got dumped on me uh, a couple days ago. What, is Rye, what does Rye call you? Uh, dad. Just dad or daddy? Uh, it depends on if she wants something. If she wants something, daddy, but uh, most of the time daddy. It's always been daddy in my house, okay? Always. So all of a sudden, my son goes, um, Dad. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I didn't say nothing about it. He, he was doing it for a couple of days, okay? Now, remember, he's the first time he's ever done that, okay? So then he goes, I said, son, let me ask you something. Why are you, why are you suddenly calling me Dad? I mean, what's up with that? I think I'm getting a little bit too old to call you Daddy. Oh man, oh, that's a kick. Man, that was that was a kick. So it kind of goes back to your kick, you know, where your your daughter dumped you for her friends. You know what I mean? It was just, man, I got a knife right to the right to the feels on that one. So, um, and that's just that just goes back to, and this is my point is, um, guys, grab those kids, you know, love on them and and take every day because I can't believe how much time. Uh, I don't even want to say I've wasted. Do you know what I mean, Justin? Like, I, I, like because you get so busy in life. You know what I mean. So if if you're recognizing that you're that you you have an opportunity to to spend that quality time, grab a board game or and, and play with the kids and and get the family involved. Because I can't believe how fast time is going, Justin. I just can't. So well, I, I tell you, Jason, and you make a great point, and that's uh, that's one of the things that we have to give a shout out to our families for is because doing this takes a lot of time. You know, doing this show mm-hmm. takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, and we have to take it away from uh, take it away from our families and uh, but we enjoy it. We love spending time with all of our other Disney family. But we got to give a shout out to our not only our kids but our wives uh, for for you know letting us, you know, get together and do this each week. So, uh, yeah, that's a great point, buddy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But anyways, on that, um, I, I didn't, definitely didn't want to leave it on a bad note because it wasn't a bad note. I just want you guys to just just be aware of uh don't be too busy to take those special moments, okay? And uh, with that, Mike, get home, buddy. Get home. Justin, good night, pal. Have a good night, buddy. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the I think that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions. You know, the Mexican culture is a happy culture, and they just, you know, you see lots of colors. You, you have all those great smells from all the food. And, of course, you have all those great interactions, not only with characters, but with people like the mariachi bands that are there, too. Absolutely. If that doesn't scream American, I don't know what does.
<laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had to get that load from you. I'm confused. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I couldn't go the whole whole show straight-faced. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember ever seeing the Mariachi Cabaret. Oh, really? They're, yeah, they're there I a lot, man. I don't remember as many times I've been to Epcot. I, it's not ringing a bell. 